0: Hello, hello!
1: What's going on, buddy?
0: What's going on, brother? How
1: are you doing? Good, man. How's it? Uh, how's the weather in Rota, Rota, Spain?
0: <laughs> it's actually a bit cold, man. Is it a a little cold for my? Yeah, a little too cold for my for my taste.
1: What? Uh, how many degrees uh, Celsius is it over there?
0: <laughs> <just> well, <laughs> you know, it, it was actually colder before, but it's it's getting a little bit better. Uh, I think we got close to like four degrees Celsius. Wow. So it's close to freezing, yeah.
1: Yeah, for those who don't know, zero is like 32 degrees Fahrenheit. But, yeah. Um, yeah, wow, that's – so where – like I'm not too familiar. Rhoda is what part of Spain? North, east, south?
0: So it's uh, the southern part of Spain. So – It's the southernmost part.
1: Al-Andalus, as they call it.
0: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah man. Andalus. Yeah, yeah. That's like the Arab name for it or something. I w- I was doing some research about it not too long ago. It's pretty interesting. So what's new with you, man? Nothing much, man. I'm doing this uh, this podcast and uh, working a lot. Uh, trying to find creative ways to do different things, keep myself busy. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so um, you're doing a video blog. Tell me about that. So yeah, actually it's, it's something that I recently started, uh, something
0: I wanted to do for a long time. Um, I, I've always wanted to for the sake of myself, just like record my my week or record my life, um, the only reason is just for fun, really. Uh, most of the times I make videos with my friends and upload them, edit them, and uh, it ends up being pretty funny. And everybody that like I show them to, they go like, "Man, you should put this in the internet." So that's kind of like myself pushing myself to do something that I, you know, I'm kind of cringy about.
1: Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel the same way. I um... nowadays everybody needs to be online. If if you want to be any kind of successful, uh, if you are a student of success, or even other creative people, I've been watching other creative people produce content, and it's never really dawned on me that I could do that too. And if I stick with it, it can become something that can open doors um, of opportunity in other places. And that's kind of why I'm doing this as well. So what's the name? Do you have a name that you've come up with for your vlog well for my personal one is just gonna be my name or like
0: uh rob that's that's kind of like what my abbreviation for the name is just rob uh but i have another channel that i'm doing with my friends which we call uh vision like zombie and vision put together cool and that one that one's more like a like a talk show podcast uh we we kind of just sit around and talk about like interesting things that are happening uh, nowadays like random news or things that we find hilarious on the internet. And uh it's more of a talk show or I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand.
1: Very, yeah, it's on uh I've seen it on Netflix.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we, we did a segment like that where we watch B rated movies, but that ver- that part of it is in Spanish. So we're kinda like, you know, branching out both English and in Spanish.
1: I was thinking about doing that as well. Um producing my podcast in spanish but just for, to get it off to kind of get it started you know uh i'm sticking to something very specific and then i'm allowing things to kind of grow organically over time you know this my content for this podcast will be dictated by who i meet and if i have uh active listeners like what they want you know cuz i'm kind of my strategies i'm going to kind of leave it to them Cause I'm just a naturally curious person. That's kind of what I bring to my uh, to my audience, and uh, so anything that they're curious about, if I find it interesting, I can re- do the research for them, and uh, that's kind of where I hope it goes. But I'm I'm really excited because I've I've already noticed that this podcast just uh, the steps it it took me to find fo- find out what it takes to pro- produce a, a podcast. For instance, put me. Uh, out there it made me connect with people that I otherwise wouldn't have and um, just in a very short time so even if nobody listens to my podcast which is uh, impossible someone's gonna yeah somebody's somebody's gonna it's pick a, it up it's a medium that's it's very special because unlike radio it can be heard all over the world anybody basically with an internet connection can 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 listen to it and uh, so Even if it's not a super successful or popular podcast, I, I, it, the, the connections that you can make, um, the networking opportunities are, are there. And I think that's, that's very important nowadays, uh, in 2018 to put yourself out there in some kind of way online. And I see it kind of almost like a living portfolio of my thoughts and, um, I have a nephew now. He just turned one year. Oh, he's, he's a year oh. old now. Yeah. His name is Jeremiah. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I, I was kind of thinking about him and I was like, wow, like if he listens to this in 10 or 20 years, it's almost like I'm yeah. time traveling or like I've immortalized some sort of part of my personality. Well, it sounds I'm kind of, I don't mean to go black mirror episode or anything, but no, 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 no. I understand seems, what you're talking about. Yeah. It's kind of cool. You know, I can kind of talk to people from now into the future and as long as this podcast is up on itunes which i don't see apple going anywhere anytime soon yeah, or YouTube, not. youtube and google is definitely not going anywhere anytime soon so there's that element too that i think is super exciting about putting yourself out there online like with what you're you're uh you're doing with your friends uh, via, uh video logging and you know kind of what i'm doing podcasting yeah it's uh, super exciting. So, like, what gave you? How did you? I know you're you were a musician. When I was in uh, a school with you in the Navy, you were always playing the guitar, and that's something yep. that I always admired about you. Um, still, it's in the background right there. It, yeah, I see it. That's great. <laughs> yeah, the guitar's back there. Are you still doing anything with music? Have you thought about yes. doing anything with that?
0: Well, uh, I'm actually starting to play. There's a bar here in Rhoda that I'm I'm going to start playing in the summer. Just me and, and my guitar and uh, whoever wants wants to come up and play with me. Uh, there's a few people here in, on bass that play music. And we used to have actually a really cool band called uh, Mama Zulu. But their lead singer just went away. So they stopped playing like about two months ago. But they were they were pretty, pretty awesome. That's a but great yeah. name.
1: What is it again? Mama Zulu?
0: Yeah, Mama Zulu. That's great. Yeah, yeah. They were great. They, I mean they played everything from uh, Pink <laughs> Floyd – They did Foo Fighters, they did a little bit of everything and they had a few songs of themselves. But uh, yeah, I mean, I never stopped playing music. Uh, Music is just like kind of always gonna be there for me. Uh, I'm I'm never gonna stop that. But kind of like what brought me out to start doing, is that what you asked, video blog, or to put myself out there?
1: Yeah, I was just kind of wondering, I, I, kn- I know you love music a lot. How come you never really tried to go, or have you tried to make a blog or a website or video blog about just music? Because I know you like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's something I considered and something that is, is still up there. Uh, I never thought of my, my recording skills enough for me to, or my audio editing skills are good enough, but ne- I never thought of putting just music out there. I always wanted to have like the audiovisual thing going on together at the same time and I figured the best way for me to start getting into that and I always wanted to do video blogs is to actually start doing it by myself. So I got a hold of a a camera, um I'm I got a hold of like editing software and it's kind of also been uh, at the start of 2017 I kind of wanted to change how I went about things. You know how when you're walking on a street and I don't know, it's a new city or you're exploring and you're walking around and you see, I don't know, maybe a shop that you kind of want to get into but you're kind of, I don't know, you feel out of place. Like you don't know the, the area. You're like, eh, maybe I'll just walk by it. I wanted to actually stop doing that and push myself to do the things that I considered. and eh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just, the first thing that comes into my mind, I just do it. And it's brought me a lot of good experiences of just doing things, like not even thinking about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Something that I kind of found out, um, because you mentioned teaching yourself how to do a lot of things like video editing. Um, Yep. For me, I I found that to be very overwhelming. And uh, I starting out with this podcast I when I started looking into like oh man I have to design logo art and it has to be a certain dimension for it to be um accepted by iTunes because they have certain requirements you have to have it has to be a certain format so it I you know just in the process of just doing a podcast I learned a bunch of things from video editing photo editing and and definitely audio and uh audio recording it's And one thing I found that I'm going to implement is freelancing because when it came to the website design, like I plan on building a website, uh, that's attached to my blog and podcast. And I'm going to, I intend to have a forum where creative entrepreneurs and creative people, um, can go on there and share ideas like hey this is my strategy this is how i built my website you know questions like that like That's real cool. nitty-gritty questions that i th- I feel like, I like would that. be would be good for everybody yeah for sure and um one thing that i want to implement is freelancing and it's something that i think everybody should look into because with websites like fiverr and uh elance uh, i think that used to be called odesk you can hire somebody for relatively you know Relatively yeah, really good, good price prices, yeah. So uh, I'm, for instance, a good, a uh, specific example of what I'm going through. I'm trying to get a logo designer because I noticed that even on Squarespace, where sh- it's very easy for you to kind of drag and drop um, pictures and things for a website yeah. t- together, but I realized I didn't have very good high quality pictures, so that made me research into how I can get a photographer. Um, and then all- another element of building that website was insert your logo and I'm like, well, shit, I don't have a logo. Where's my logo? Yeah. 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 So, and and for me to, I'm very like type A. So if I'm trying to teach myself how to build a logo, I already know I'm going to go into a rabbit hole and just start watching YouTube videos to death and never get anything done. And that would distract me from actually creating content interviewing people and, you know, recording which is the yep. whole the the main focal point, point of a yeah. podcast so i yeah. you know I've, I've kind of uh using fiverr i found a, a this young woman in argentina who's very talented and i think it's like it's going to cost me maybe 200 bucks but she's going to give me a professional logo that's scaled that i can use on all my social media platforms uh that's my website cool, huh? yeah and that's going to be the building block kind of the focal point of my website and uh, from there, I can kind of pick a color scheme, and and that's so I'm pretty excited about that. But that's just an like example, that. yeah, of of like kind of ways where you can focus on doing the thing that you actually love to do without getting caught up in a rabbit hole of having to learn know. to do this and that.
0: I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, uh, I I did the same thing actually because I'm I'm looking to start both things at the same time. So my video blog. And uh, the podcast that we had going on a long time ago. I'm trying to bring that back. So I was I was also kind of thinking exactly the same thing that you were talking about. The Once I start getting into this, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to like just start getting soaked and overwhelmed with all this information that, you know what, I might as well just look for somebody that does this for a living. And I found a graphic designer here in, in Spain. Uh, she's, I think, about to finish her university. But I was like, look... Uh, I know you need clients. So, you know, I, this is what I need. I need a logo. I need, uh, like an intro for the video and you know, she's, she's working on everything. So, you know, it'll start something or sometime soon.
1: That's great. I, I, um, the fact that you pick somebody local, I think is, is super important. Um, I try my best to pick somebody local because I can, that gives me the opportunity of having like a sit down kind of conversation with them where I can yeah. really tell them, Hey, this is my idea. Cause I'm not a good artist. I'm not a good designer. You know, uh, I'm a pretty good talker. I think this is why I started a podcast, but I like to find people that are really good at doing those things. And I, and I want to be able to find somebody who can collaborate because a lot of, uh, people that do logos and stuff they want you to be very specific and tell them exactly how you want it the colors the yeah um but i don't know how to do all that stuff that's why it's important i think instagram was a really great uh is a really great resource because you can just put hashtag um graphic designer logo editor and yeah, in your, and your true. city, and you—that's how I'm looking for. That's how I'm trying to shop around for a photographer to put up uh, pictures on my website. I just put Instagram hashtag Orlando photographers, and with a visual medium like that, you can really yeah, you narrow can narrow it down. It's a portfolio, really. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it is exactly. a portfolio.
0: That's how I found her. Actually, uh, I kind of put like local. Uh, you know how when you put like geotag or geolocation pictures and stuff, uh, I was just scrolling through one of those like late nights and I started seeing some graphic design going on in there so I was like "Oh, I'm gonna start check it out and I was interested I was hooked
1: that's great so are you um have you built a website for any of this or are you in the process of doing it
0: uh, so far I am I'm just like you like you're focusing on on uh, talking like you said that you don't want to branch out too much into what you have to learn as of yet i i'm not going to branch out and make a website just yet i'm going to stick to youtube and if maybe perhaps uh itunes if anything but so far i'm going to keep it simple and just try to master my craft first
1: yeah i listen to a lot of these um these motivator guys i just got put onto this guy gary vaynerchuk you know who he is no, well, he does. He's like he he was a successful business entrepreneur and he tries to, like, teach people and motivate people how to do things and like uh, to just put themselves out there. And um, you should check him out, man. He um, he kind of like sometimes when I'm writing content, like I've been writing a lot of blog posts and articles, basically anytime time I have to teach myself how to do something. I kind of compile all that information and teach them how I I ended up doing it. And I think that could be a good resource for people in the future. When my blog and my forum is out there, I already have the content. Um, So he kind of motivated me to to do that because at first I was just going to do a podcast. But um, I think being focused at first, but once you kind of master the things you're doing, I think it's also important to really look for ways to be everywhere. Cause yeah, being, yeah, of course. Yeah, being everywhere is key, I think.
0: <clears throat> yeah, if you don't like, like I said first, because uh, I'm I'm very scatterbrained. I, I have a lot of things going on in my life right now. Same. Uh, where, like, for example, I just recently took a uh, drug education for youth program. Is the reason why I actually flew to Tennessee. Uh, oh. I got flown out there to get training on this because I'm I'm gonna be the director for this year. So that takes up a pretty big chunk of my uh, summer and every month. Uh, I'm also doing career counseling. Uh, I'm doing my video blog. Uh, I'm getting a dog. Like I got and doing university too. So I'm studying. So wow. you can imagine like my my plate is kind of full.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And, and yet I try to keep myself busy and do new things. So when somebody goes like, Hey, do you want to? take a trip or drive to Portugal on the weekend, I go like, sure, why not? Even though I know I don't have the time, I yeah, make the time.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. we, we're also, we have to be realistic and our bodies are not gonna be how they are when, now. We're kind of in our peak right now. So we really yeah, need to, true. I see these older guys and like their bodies turn to dust after a while. And you know, yeah. and also it's momentum. You wanna start moving and keep moving and so you can keep moving later. Uh, Absolutely. I've been really on a fitness kick and and uh, health kick. I've been really uh paying attention to what I eat what I'm eating. I kind of cut off a lot of bread. Definitely don't consume any sugar. Uh try to stay away from like gluten in general, any kind of wheat That's product. That's good. Yeah. I realized that I was, I had a gluten sensitivity because my joints always hurt and stuff. And I, when I started cutting that out of my diet, it reduced inflammation in my body. It was, it was incredible. And I started supplementing CBD. It's also been helping. Um, so I'm just really doing a lot of stuff and <clears throat> I think it's important because when you're like, like you, like you're doing a bunch of stuff and I'm tr- I, I'll, I have a full-time job and I'm dedicating almost like full-time hours to a podcast. Um, right. So I could definitely feel you on being overextended. That's that's why I really it forced me to try and be healthier because I was like, man, I'm I need more energy. Like, how am, how am I going to do this? How am I going to try and start a side yeah. side project and work a full time job and do this and do that? Um, and my just eating healthier really has been has been transformative for me. It's really it helps it helps out a lot, man. Yeah, I get up I, in the I morning feel the same and I way. feel great. <laughs> so yeah, I mean,
0: I I actually did kind of like the same thing. I'm pretty sure that you've heard about the ketogenic diet.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I I did it from. Uh, I recently stopped because I went to Tennessee, and I mean, come on, you're not gonna like not eat the barbecue <laughs> ribs, you know what I mean? No. Like you gotta get the glazed barbecue. Yeah. So I kind of stopped keto when I got there. I was like, all oh, right, I'm just gonna eat. But I lost. 25 pounds since uh january 1st up until last week just 25 pounds completely off
1: that's amazing did you get any of the negative side effects some people get with keto like keto eyes and the keto flu what they call yeah yeah did you get i mean
0: if it uh my my body adapted to it fairly well like i think Mm -hmm. the first week of anything i was having uh stomach pain but like not that much. It's good you know, kinda like when you eat a a batamal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. batimal, like, oh man, yeah, it's not
1: too <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. I uh um, other than that, it was good. Yeah, I definitely uh well by nature of not eating a lot of bread, that kind of already put me in a a ketogenic zone. And I yeah, do yeah, yeah. I so do intermittent fasting. fasting where I don't eat in the mornings until the the afternoon. So I have probably 14 hours like where I'm not eating. And then I have eight hours where I am eating or like something like that. And, uh, so it's, I have a very short window where I eat, but, um, and I'm also reducing my uh, processed carbohydrates, um, you know, my intake of that. And, by just and also cutting sugar is really important so i've noticed just by doing that i've naturally got into a ketogenic zone but i've never gone as far as buying a, a ketone blood ketone monitor or whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a little too much yeah I'm actually interested in doing it because now that I'm getting more into blogging and podcasting, I kind of want to just do it as an experiment so I can kind of show people. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be interesting for me to know. And because if I'm going to be restricting my carbohydrates and stuff, I want to make sure I'm doing it in a healthy way. And there's also, uh, I found there's um, like to measure your protein levels. Because I noticed when I was in a ketogenic diet, uh, doing kind of keto, um, Mm -hmm. I was losing muscle mass, so I was like losing yeah, some of do. my mass. But I I noticed that my protein intake was low because I was eating a lot more vegetables and a lot. But you know because I can't, I'm not eating steak every day. Um, yeah, I wasn't getting my protein, so I uh, found I, I had to do. supplement. Yeah. Well, yeah. How's the food in Spain, man? With like, what are the prices like? <laughs> you well, can eat out every are- day
0: cheap i mean yeah. you could i see a lot of people out okay. even though they say the economy here in spain is terrible right. and it is but people still go out and you'll normally see them with a beer and some sort of like i don't know a little dish but i'm gonna be honest because you and i are both latin descent uh you and i know what good food is and nobody gave them the memo to the spanish people because all they do it's the very basic you know sear the meat and potatoes, like that's it, that's, that's pretty much Spanish food. It's very simple. Baella is all right, it's good, but it's not. It's nothing tasty like you and I are used to. You know what I mean, like normal Latin food has more flavor, it may be spicy, has spices here and there. Theirs is just uh, steak, salt, and french fries, that's it.
1: Well that's why the Spaniards came to our countries, man, to get the spices. <laughs> yeah, they didn't bring him back. Clearly, they just they had, left them there. They had whole wars about it, spice wars.
0: Yeah, obviously, somebody forgot the shipment because they didn't bring it back here.
1: <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> they forgot about it after a while, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah. why are we here in the first place? Yeah, because yeah. the food is good. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some things that I've tried, uh, but I mean, it's not particularly food. I think the, the appetizers is kind like of like my favorite thing. You've tried uh, jamón serrano? Yes, with Spanish ham. It's great. So that to me is it's delicious. You know what I mean. Yeah, Every great. single time I go anywhere, I'm like, I gotta get some jamon. And their liquor is very good. Their wine is incredibly cheap. How much does a, a wine bottle go for in Florida? Like a, a mid-range. You okay.
1: Know? Uh, in U.S. dollars, a mid-range bottle of wine is fifteen to twenty-five dollars. Um, right. And then a high end can be anywhere from you know twenty-five to infinite uh, amounts but you know you don't really see hundred dollar bottles in the store so the most you'll what see is, is like 45 dollars
0: here in spain when i go and buy a mid-range bottle of wine i expect to pay no more than eight euro which roughly translates to ten dollars tops
1: that's great tops. yeah that's great
0: i could get a bottle of wine a fairly good one for five euro 6 bucks. I, I should
1: PayPal you some money so you can send me a box of wine, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that just, sounds, you know. great. I've been trying to drink more wine because beer has a lot of uh carbs, man, and gluten. So really the only alcohol I can drink if I want to stay on my diet thing is wine and clear liquor. To be honest, that's what I I, I actually I tried because I, you know, the
0: 2018, I hate to say that, you know, the New Year's resolution thing, but I tried the not drinking thing for two months. Okay. So it, there was no no rhyme or reason to why I did it, but I just, you know, I was like, screw it, I just got to do something. So I did the diet and not drinking, and if I drank, I did clear liquor, like you said, or or whiskey, which is my favorite thing, and I, I had a great time, you know, just, Get a couple of drinks here and there. I When I went to Tennessee, I was like, you know what? I'm already eating all the sugar, whatever. I'm just going to have beers. I noticed that I like beer, but I don't like the feeling it gives me afterwards. The next day, the the hangover you get from beer specifically, the bloatiness, it's, it, I don't miss beer.
1: It's all that gluten, dog. I'm Is it you. really? Yeah. All right. So check it out. There's a documentary on Netflix that I watched that really made me do the research about it. So check okay. that out first, and then if that doesn't get the gears turning, I don't know what will, but it'll at least prompt you to Google research for yourself. Um, but what is it called? It's called What's With Wheat.
0: Okay, let me write it down.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's what it's called, What's With Wheat. And the basic idea is that they've genetically modified wheat so that it can take more glyphosate-based uh, fertilizer or whatever, or like what they okay. call Roundup. And these glyphosphates have some kind of uh when they accumulate in the body, they don't really cause any physical issues per se, but more so in the brain and um it's it's crazy just the, and and they are they've also been making more foods out of wheat over time, like if you walk into a grocery store, almost everything is wheat based products cereal chips, breads and everything in between, and a lot of wheat-based byproducts are used in uh, additives in food. So even food that you wouldn't expect to have wheat in it has uh, some sort of wheat substitute. byproduct, right? Correct. And, yeah. and the issue is that we have changed wheat so much that it's no longer the same kind of wheat we evolved to be able to eat. And, um, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I heard this it's doctor. Yeah, I heard this doctor on the Joe Rogan podcast. She just she advocates for a paleo diet, but more geared towards what your ancestors ate. So um, she took a bunch of people and did these uh, gene tests to find out where their ancestors came from and kind of gave them a oh, diet okay. that catered to that. And apparently it's very successful. So I've been kind That's of interesting. Yeah, I've been keeping that in mind when I shop like I've been trying to eat more. Uh, I've been trying to eat more seafood because uh, I'm, I come from Puerto Rico and my ancestors in Puerto, from Puerto Rico came from the Canary Islands in Spain. Um, so they're islanders through and through so we eat a lot of seafood so seafood is i just kind of think about it like that um i've been eating more seafood and stuff like that and uh, that's good yeah but i mean the the whole fact like think about how how much in the future
0: we are where you, you have to do a, a gene lady- test
1: yeah yeah isn't that cool like i was thinking about doing it man it's only like 130 bucks it's only yeah, it doesn't bucks. sound as
0: bad when, when it tells you like, look, you're pretty supposed to eating this or overeating that. Yeah. Uh, stay away from this or do more of this, and it's good. For, I don't know that, that to me just baffles my mind.
1: And it even how- they use it to uh, to they can tell if a medication is going to work on you or not based on your wow. on your b- gene sequence. Isn't that cool? It's insane. It's we live in the yeah. future. I tell my girl uh, this all the time. We're in the future. It's 2018. We have CRISPR. Have you heard of CRISPR? Yes,
0: yeah, I went to to um,
1: <laughs> like
0: uh, what's it called when uh, when you go to like university and some professors like talking about is it, it like a I don't know there, there was just a professor out there talking about CRISPRs. There was no purpose for it. There was just like a, every, like an open door thing, so you could just walk in, and I had no reason to go in there. I just walked in and uh, I was amazed. I was like, wow, I didn't even know we had this, but. The CRISPR thing sounds to me like a Microsoft Paint version of gene editing, if you know what I mean.
1: That was a great it's, way to describe that, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it, you're gene editing but with a very rough tool because all, all they said is like they identify the gene sequences which kind of look or should be something and they take it away. But it's kind of like a wait for the effect. You know, like, oh, uh, we'll see what we get. You know, like you might grow a third eye. But, you know, obviously it's not as as loose as I'm putting it out. But it's a very, like, still in the works tool that they're building now, up.
1: The, I heard on uh, – I don't know where I heard this. But I heard they're already testing it on a guy. I don't know if that's true. We might have to Google that. But I heard they're already testing it on a guy. Uh, I don't know what his issue is. I think he's blind or something, but they're already Go testing dear. it on people. So uh, it's it's an interesting, weird time. And I kind of said that in my intro, like this whole, all this technology, you know, we really need to be on top of it because things are changing. And I don't think people realize how fast they're changing. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Uh, you're you know, right.
0: Like like the whole Facebook thing that happened uh, the the leaking data,
1: I I read the kind of like the copy like the uh, blo- the article titles, but I didn't get into it. Do you know how how much do you know about that? Ah, it's... very little. Uh, all I know is that people are very <laughs> upset at Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg, and everybody's gone
0: the whole hashtag delete Facebook. But I'm. I mean, it doesn't, I, I wasn't that upset because it kind of sounds obvious to me. I don't know. I'm not going to say that I'm woke, but you know.
1: I, yeah, well, I thought everybody knew Facebook was t- selling our information, you know?
0: Yeah, it, it was like, come on. Do you really, like, you already know when you're going through Facebook? Like, if you went through Amazon and you checked out toilet paper for two seconds, And you go back on Facebook, you know, the next week, Facebook's going to tell you all about this new artisan toilet paper that somebody's making. And all these ads are, like, tailored towards you. And you have no clue how they know, but it's because they're, you know, purchasing data on you. I mean, they're monitoring everything.
1: Those algorithms are powerful, man. You know, there's a lot of of people that uh, make a lot more money than I've ever made in my lifetime just by – selling amazon products and they don't even have to sell them physically they just make a really good website or blog about something specific and then they put um uh, amazon affiliate links and the people that hit on those links anything they buy on amazon they get a commission for and that's like passive income and they build a bunch of these websites it's it's insane there's so many like creative ways Mm. to make money and i've been looking into all that stuff too um i might do that (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you that's why i'm saying anything creative that you do Where like us where we're creating content for people to consume like somebody could be listening listening to this on their way to work you know and they can hopefully they can find some value in uh (laughs) our our bullshitting (laughs) but uh yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) but um (laughs) you make you know you we're taking the time out of the, out of our lives to create this content which i don't think people even realize like how much goes into it like you i could spend a bunch of time editing this and the time it took uh you know the time that we're taking out of our lives just to record it um i don't think people realize how how much goes into it but i think more people are getting uh the idea because uh, more and more people are becoming super rich off YouTube for instance I yeah think, I mean yeah it's crazy These that like, in
0: itself it's a big surprise nobody expected that to happen
1: not at all not right at all and people were just doing it just to do it you know well yeah I mean
0: and it's kinda of the reason why I'm doing it like like I said I am by no means you know suffering from monetary problems or nothing like that and not the only reason why all, I'm yeah. doing this is for fun for real
1: you it's, know I,
0: I just like to crack jokes at things
1: It's a cool hobby, and I genuinely like talking to people. I mean, when's the last time I spoke to you? You Oh man, it's like five years ago, maybe. Five years ago, that's crazy. Yeah, maybe uh, more,
0: maybe a little bit more.
1: Yeah, well, and we were talking like, uh, like you know, nothing. No time has even passed. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I know. That's pretty cool.
1: (laughs) Time flies, and it's
0: it's funny that your voice hasn't changed. I, I like that. That you know, I can still recognize your voice. Yeah, you too, man. Really, I sounded like this
1: um from my uh yeah,
0: probably less confident, I think I gained a lot of confidence in the military, like it helped, it changed me for the better in my opinion,
1: oh for sure, you're rocking it, what are you now like a e six <laughs> yes sir yeah i am yeah man when uh when are you up for chief? are you going to take it that far uh, I, I am I, I mean
0: i'm I'm barely in six and some changed years uh but i'm, I'm i i want to go. So here it's going to sound crazy. I I want to not make chief cuz I want to go officer. Like I want to skip that I want to jump that part, you know. I be a if I can if I can make it, if I can jump it, if I if I'm not even up for chief and uh go up for officer, I'm
1: like, "All right, I did something cooler." That's my purpose. So you came up pretty fast and I did. If, if there's anybody out there listening like he was, a this man is an ABE and at least that's, is that where you are now? Yeah. Still A B E. that. And as far as I know, that takes a lot of grinding and hard work and getting dirty and sweating. Like, so what, what, what did you do, man, to like get through that? Like, honestly, what, like, what did you have to do? Did you have to do something mentally? Did you have to focus a certain kind of way? like, because to come up the way you did is pretty impressive.
0: Thank you. Well, honestly, I'm, I nobody really believes me when I say this, but I'm not gonna say I wasn't trying. But I think that I got I got into a job that I understood very well, and I don't know the information just kind of sunk into me. And if I didn't understand something, I I got a mentor that knew how to dumb it down for me or kind of like break it down barney style um, so so you found mentors mentors was was like my secondary thing mostly uh-huh. it was by the books and by doing things and getting dirty and kind of just asking a lot of questions and and just you know whenever we were doing maintenance or something that that would be you know part of our trade I would just jump in there and you know mess it up if anything but still learn the way to do it um other than that, just really studying. I at least studied two months in advance. Like I never crammed anything. Um,
1: for your, I for was your test, yeah. good at
0: you know, highlighting things, looking most most of it really, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, every single time I've made rank, I've been surprised. I've been like, Are you serious? Really I made it? <laughs> like I've never <laughs> I've never been to that point where like, oh yeah, I'm for sure gonna make it this time. Uh every single time I've ranked up, it's been a complete and utter surprise
1: every single time it's not really a surprise to me man you've always been a very sharp sharp dude um very smart um you just uh, it doesn't take you don't have to talk to you uh no one has to talk to you for very long i think to see that you just kind of carry yourself a certain kind of way where you like you know it, it doesn't surprise me appreciate that turn. man yeah for sure it, i'm really happy that you've uh found success in the navy it was not for me dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i just yeah, couldn't yeah. do it um you did years and out right i was very motivated it wasn't that i was a dirtbag or anything it's just that um i didn't have the skills necessary the like uh the social skills to understand how to communicate in a way where, where it was beneficial for me in such a political and hostile environment, like the military is. It's a bit tough for me, man, too. Uh, I'm not going to say it's easy. I understand. It's, it was difficult and just, and, uh, I had with the cards I was dealt, I, I was, you know, um, once you have a certain reputation for things, it's, it's, it's tough to rank up and to like, you know, you have to wait long periods of time. So, um, if anybody's out there that's listening is thinking about joining the military, my biggest advice would be um, guard your reputation because it's everything and it follows you everywhere. Yeah. The Navy is not, it seems like it's huge, but it's not that big. And people, your name yeah. and your reputation will carry from ship to ship, command and command. So make sure you have a solid reputation. Make sure you figure out what you stand for and what you don't and never cross that line. Um and you know it's a good advice, of, man. Yeah, like stick to your priorities. Very if good if advice. you're if you're gonna be a career man and you want to do twenty five years and rock it out with that pension, or do thirty years, leave and then have a whole nother career, and then you can retire with two pensions. I think that's a smart long term move. And at the same time, you can do something creative like yourself. I don't know. Um, for some people, <laughs> yeah, I, it good. could be it could be a really good it could be a really good thing. It wasn't for me just because the environment for the navy I think would have um. I wouldn't have flourished in. I, that's why I left. I did really well outside. I went to contracting work um, for Northrop Grumman. There, that's um, cool. Yeah, um, building ships and stuff. So, uh, wow. there's there's Ooh. plenty of opportunities outside of the Navy, especially if you have a security clearance. Um, you can get out there, man, and make hundred k as a consultant. You just, um, especially because you were so specialized. Look into it, man. We'll have a conversation about that another time if you're interested in um, learning more about that, man. Because ever since I've been out, yeah, it wasn't, it's not hard. You can, um, there's even opportunities where you can work as a contractor for like a year. They send you overseas and you'll get paid. I've seen anywhere from 100 to 200 Oh yeah, yeah, that is true. But you just go, it's basically like a year long deployment. A year long deployment, but you're making 200k, you know, or 150k. Yeah, I knew and do it, and you're getting per diem and money for food. Absolutely, yeah. It's easy for someone who's already been on deployment to be like, I could do that, no problem, for 200k. Yeah. it almost oh, yeah. it almost <laughs> makes those other deployments seem like a waste of time. But I was always doing the dangerous stuff, so I got imminent danger pay, hazardous duty pay, and all that stuff. So I was
0: a lot of badass. Look at you. Yeah, I was <laughs> doing all that
1: all that oh man of action you know kind of thing (laughs) no man i came back i bought a motorcycle right before my first deployment and i was like, oh hell yeah man yeah and then i left came back paid it off cash and i think i bought a macbook too like it was great man i really and i did i used to hustle man i used to um sell uh, my duty days or buy duty days from people so if someone wanted to go (laughs) like out uh, to shortly i would just take i would i would stand in for them for their duty and they pay me like 250 bucks yep. depending whatever Hell oh yeah but i was i was i've always been a hustler man
0: you're one of those guys huh? the one that was like
1: <laughs> using everybody else like oh you you don't want to stand duty Hell i got, yeah. like, you, bro. I got yeah. you buddy come on cuz what am i i mean there's some places the that we just went to a lot like for instance we went to dubai and bahrain and i've been yeah. to dubai and bahrain i've seen it so why not use it as an opportunity to make some extra cash? But if yeah, it was some place no, like you. Turkey, I went to Thailand. I definitely took all the time I had in Thailand. I think they gave me three days. I took three days. Um, that was I don't blame you. Yeah, but some places like all. that, yeah, I wouldn't. Whatever, you know. There's only so much you can do in Dubai. And one time I got tear gas, so I was like, I'm over it. I'm gonna stay on the boat <laughs> where oh, it's God. where it's safe. Jesus Christ. Yeah, where How you get tear gas. There was some kind of protest between different religious <laughs> factions outside of the base. I'm I'm dead serious. There was a protest. What a
0: what an unlucky guy! You're out there like with your camera, all touristy, like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check out this place," and
1: bam, they get you. It was like a bus full of us. It was like a Liberty bus, and everybody's hyped up, ready to go, like drink for the first time in 45 days and have a cigarette, and like, and uh, no. Tear gas first. I mean, what, it was whatever. We brushed it off and kept it moving, but it was definitely an interesting experience. But after that, yeah. I I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no.
0: No no more drinks for me. I'm going to stay in the ship this time. Yeah,
1: I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the Middle East.
0: Yeah, I've never been there. Uh, it's, it's not like I don't want to go, but I think What's... I'll uh... – I'll wait out a little bit before it's I go. It's
1: changed a lot, man, because I went to Turkey before the Syrian kind of war got really bad. So yeah, we're not allowed to go. Yeah. When I was there, it was, it was chill. There wasn't, it was really cool. It was a beautiful place. Lots of good tattoo artists too. I got a tattoo there. Oh, really? Um, great food, nice people. Um, Good, great coffee. Oh my gosh, Turkish coffee. If you get a chance. Oh, I've heard of this. Oof. But yeah, it's now they have a huge problem with all the refugees and all this stuff. It's um, it's pretty sad.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna wait till things calm down before I go anywhere near the even, Middle East.
1: Even Thailand, they had a military coup after after I I went there. I don't know what's going on with them now, but uh, they were doing pretty bad. You know
0: the the place that I really want to check out next is uh, Russia. That's really? where I really want to go. And why yeah. is that? Russia sounds very interesting, and they have the the World Cup this year over there. So I think that's gonna be my my prime time to go because all these nations are gonna be there. You know, Mexico's gonna be there, so I'm probably gonna come across a couple of hermanos here and there, and go like, "What's up, bro? Let's go drink." You know. Unlikely, man. I you will... think
1: you're gonna meet some hermanos over there in Russia? Yeah, some
0: hermanos, some brothers. You could, you,
1: you could say, "What up to Edward Snowden for me?" Uh, yeah. Oh, is he over there? Yeah, man. He can't leave there. Oh, I, I don't they, know i don't want to be seen without man no, i no. probably want to come back if russia, i come back to the russia to the base yeah putin's giving him asylum over there in russia he's shown i'm
0: i'm good now i don't want to meet him i'm good he did, <laughs> a,
1: he did a ted talk that was kind of weird like he streamed it from russia and everything oh really that sounds cool yeah they did a movie about him with like joseph gordon lovett pretty interesting
0: stuff oh i I saw the trailers, but I mean, the, I'm pretty sure he's a nice man, and and he'd be very interesting to talk to. But you know how it is. Like I like my life. I know the FBI is probably listening in us. Hi FBI. Oh definitely. No, uh, you're in the military. No thanks. I'm good. I, I want to hang out and you know. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't want to be associated with Edward Snowden. Just just for the, that was just Edward who? Who? Who's that? Who Edward? <laughs> who's that guy? I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh man. This is the greatest country in the world. I just wanted to broadcast that too, just just in case um, <laughs> there was any doubts. Any doubts? <laughs> no, no doubts. Yeah, man. But look, it's um, I'm going to stop the recording here. We can chat a little bit after this, but I just want to keep the podcast within an hour just because uh, okay. that's the standard like driving time to work. So I'm, that's kind of my target but um it was definitely thank you so much for doing this man i really appreciate it it's going to help me out a lot and it was definitely a pleasure talking to you after all these years um you're you're just as sharp as i remember you bro thank you again um where can people find you online so online
0: uh actually before i say this thank you too man for having me over here in the podcast and i look forward to listening to it and uh hopefully be here on it on it again uh, if people want to find me, they can find me on Instagram at rovzomb, that is R-O-V-Z-O-M-B. And on YouTube, you can find me with uh, the username Mangle Beat, just like it sounds, just straight out, manglebeat. That's where my vlog is going to be at. And uh, that's pretty much it.
1: All right, great. Thanks again.